the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. M1280 The Patriot is WWTC Minneapolis St. Paul. FM 107.5 K298CO Minneapolis. Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Gordon Griffin. Revelations that the FBI committed serious errors in wiretapping a former Trump campaign aide have spurred bipartisan calls for change to the government surveillance powers including for some Republicans who in the past have voted to renew or expand those authorities. Speaking with Salem Radio, President Trump's personal attorney, Rudy Giuliani, calls reprehensible the abuse of the FISA court, as documented in the IG report. It only bears out what I've known for some time, which is under Jim Comey, the FBI top was a renegade organization that had become too po- way, way too political. And I blame it on, ultimately, Obama and Holder, because I think they politicized the Justice Department and the FBI. U.S. retail sales rose at a modest pace in November. GM is investing $1.5 billion in St. Louis. This is SRN News. Dennis Prager is trying to figure out what the impeachment is all about. It it is an astonishing thing. Democrats shrink impeachment to two-week articles. That's exactly What happened to quid pro quo? What happened to bribery? Ooh. In other words, what is it, abuse of power? Abuse of power is not a crime. Abuse of power is an opinion. The Dennis Prager Show, weekdays at 11 on AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. Wixon Jewelers reminds you that there are just 10 days till Christmas, so put the emotion and romance back into your Christmas with a gift from Wixon Jewelers' unmatched collection of exceptional diamonds and gemstones. It's just past 4 o'clock here in the Twin Cities on this Sunday afternoon. Let's take a look at your forecast from the Great Plains Windows and Doors Weather Center. It's going to be cloudy all day long. We'll reach a high of 9 and drop down to a low of 7. And we got the Victory Hour with Andrew Parker coming up next right here on The Patriot. AM 1280, The Patriot. Digital marketing is a big part of just about every business. It's everywhere. Is your business using it to your advantage? Are you receiving your share of the leads? If you're not effectively using digital media, you could be losing sales by the second. Even worse, your customers can be grabbed up one by one, never to return. Not sure if you're losing out to the competition? Salem Surround can help you. We give you all the right tools to surround your target audience and turn website visitors into leads. Salem Surround is a full-service digital agency providing you with all your marketing under one roof. Total market penetration for increased return on investment. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and to learn more how we can help you place your advertising message in front of today's digital consumers. Salem Surround helps deliver customers by putting your business message in front of the right person at the right time. Learn more at surroundmsp.com. Connecting you with new customers. 
Varicose and spider veins. Wow, what a gift from my parents. They had them and I got them. And not only are they uncomfortable and sometimes painful, but I stopped wearing skirts and shorts because I was embarrassed and I really hated the way my legs looked. When my kids asked, what are those things on your legs? I was done. I finally went to Vein Clinics of America. The procedure took about an hour and I was right back to work. The staff made me feel so comfortable and the results, well, even my husband noticed. Vein Clinics of America has been treating vein disease for over 35 years. They're the largest and most experienced in the U.S. Look, I've been doing the commercials for vein clinics for years because I really believe in them, and you can trust them too. So stop hiding your legs. Vein Clinics of America accepts most major insurance plans. So call now to see if you qualify for a free consultation. Call 800-940-5500. 800-940-5500. That's 800-940-5500. With the cold weather upon us, it's time to look at the bright side of winter for homeowners. Did you know this is the best time of year to get quotes on window replacements? Contractors are very motivated during the slower time of year, and the prices reflect that. It's also the perfect time to examine your windows with a heat gun to see which ones are the worst if you only want to replace a few. I'm Ryan with my three quotes. As you may already know, this is the only free service of its kind. I'll stop by with the heat gun when we measure your windows, and I'll email you competitive installed window quotes from multiple local contractors. Whether you're looking for major brands like Anderson and Marvin or local Minnesota vinyl brands, we'll come up with the best options for your house during our one-hour meeting. Normally, you would need to sit through nine hours of high-pressure dog and pony shows to get that many quotes. Let me do the legwork for you since I know where to get the best quality at the best prices. If you decide to move forward, I'll be there to write up the order and do a walkthrough when it's done. And yes, installs are done all winter long. Set up an appointment online at My3Quotes. That's the number three, My3Quotes. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. It's time now for a smart plane talk regarding politics, Israel, and the law. This is the Victory Hour with Andrew Parker of Parker Daniels Keyboard. Wise counsel, winning results. Now, here's your host, Andrew Parker. I'm impressed with my attorney, Bernie. I'm impressed with his influential friends. He's got very big connections, and I follow his directions. Bernie knows his way around, and so I always do It's Sunday, 4 o'clock, and what does that mean? It's the best hour in radio of the week. That's what it means. It's the Victory Hour. I'm Andrew Parker. Live once again this week, and I want to thank you once again this week for joining me. Many regulars out there, coast to coast, live streaming, or in the Twin Cities area, listening to 1280 AM, The Patriot. And I remind you, the Victory Hour has been picked up by yet a... Another station, Freedom 1570 AM. That's enough. Put down the mic. Oh, no, not yet. We're adding microphones, in fact. 1570 AM, Sundays at 6 PM. If you miss the 4 o'clock show, you can hear it on 1570. Freedom 1570 at 6 PM every Sunday from 6 to 7. But you have not missed the Victory Hour on 
1280 AM, The Patriot, because you are here as you are every Sunday, 4 o'clock. And uh, today, as I say often, get out that number two pencil and yellow pad. You're going to learn something today. Oh, yes. We're going to talk about the hue and cry that we've been hearing all week in, as a response to President Donald J. Trump's signing this week of an executive order targeting, who would have thought it, targeting anti-Semitism on college campuses across this country by the signing of this important executive order. Why is there a hue and a cry and some disagreement about the eradication of anti-Semitism on college campuses, or at least the attempt thereof? Well, because the manner in which Donald J. Trump has discussed the executive order and because of what some have read into the executive order, they are claiming it is not what it is intended to be. So I decided... Rather than read the dozens, if not hundreds, of articles that have been written over the last several days from the mainstream media, from the left-wing media, where they twist and turn to vilify the order to claim once again that this is all about Donald Trump's own anti-Semitism and have written some articles that I'm going to refer to here today that uh, really are, it's as if we've gone back to Halloween. It's, It's dressing up all of what he says in costume so that you can't even figure out what it is at all. So I went back and I pulled the executive order. I pulled his speech to the Israeli-American Council from this past week, of which many in the media, many Jewish organizations as well, claimed was anti-Semitic in and of itself, an outrageous claim, really, ridiculous one. Uh... But I wanted to see what they were talking about. I didn't reject what they were saying out of hand. I wanted to do my own analysis. And that's what we're going to walk through here today on the Victory Hour. You should find it very interesting. If we have time toward the end of the show, we will talk about uh, some more craziness. The impeachment process. You watch it all week long, though. I don't think you need another short period on your Sunday about it. But I do have a few comments of my own, some of which you may have heard generally from others, but not in the specific way I may present it. So if we have time, we will uh, talk about that as well. I wanted to announce that in the next coming weeks, we will have back on the Victory Hour, Spencer Brown from Young America's Foundation. He's a spokesman 
for YAF, one of the top organizations in the country that is educating regarding conservative thought, conservative policy. So it does come from a perspective, but it is a patriotic perspective. It is one with a foundation of believing in the ideals of liberty and freedom, both in terms of speech and the Bill of Rights and also in terms of the marketplace of ideas and also in terms of the marketplace of economics, both micro and macro. The Young America's Foundation, Spencer Brown, he'll be on the show in the coming weeks. We're trying to nail down a Sunday, hopefully yet in December, uh, but uh, if not, certainly in uh, January. And you'll recall that Spencer Brown was on the show last spring, uh, right around the time that Ben Shapiro was on the show. And Ben Shapiro is a speaker for... Young America's Foundation, and travels to four campuses a year to give his speech. And we uh, often see him shouted down by those that are vitriolic on the issues of freedom of speech on the one hand, but not when it's speech that they disagree with. Then there's no freedom whatsoever. And it reminds me of the topic of the day. The biggest response and objection to this week's executive order signed by Donald J. Trump regarding the expansion of anti-Semitism to Title VI of the civil rights laws of this country The biggest opposition is, oh, well, this is going to squelch free speech criticism of Israel on college campuses. It is contrary to the Constitution and improper. These are the same people that show up and pound the table such that Mainstream conservative speech cannot be heard. And when speakers are removed from the agenda because of this anger and the inability to provide security, which is often an excuse by college administrations, universities, administrations, They uh, cheer when these speakers are removed, speakers who disagree with them. So it's not about freedom of speech at all. What it is about is a radical ideal with a foundation of anger that only wants to hear one side in the marketplace of ideas. But this week, there were several articles written, you know, New York Times, New Yorker Magazine had this long article, CNN articles, as well as coverage 
for days about this executive order signed last Wednesday, December 11th. What does it do? Well, Title VI of the Civil Rights Act prohibits discrimination on the basis of race, color, and national origin in programs and activities receiving federal financial assistance. While Title VI does not cover religion specifically, what Donald J. Trump has done is he has added that discrimination against Jews may give rise to a Title VI violation when the discrimination is based on an individual's race, color, or national origin. So he really hasn't changed anything, but what he has suggested is there can be discrimination against Jews that fits within the definition of Title VI. And with this hue and cry and anger, of the infringement on the First Amendment for those who want to oppose and criticize Israel. Very importantly, the executive order includes this. In considering the materials described in this section, agencies shall not diminish or infringe upon any right protected under federal law or under the First Amendment. It says it right in the executive order. This isn't about the ACLU's protection of the First Amendment. It's not about that at all. It's just another arm of the left-wing drumbeat to change the fundamentals, the foundations of this country, including the the constitutional foundations. The trouble with our liberal friends is not that they're ignorant. It's just that they know so much that isn't so. There it is. Smart Plane Talk on the Victory Hour will bring to you the facts, not the fiction. Stay with us. We'll be right back to talk more about this executive order combating anti-Semitism, as well as perhaps the greatest president in our lifetime for the U.S.-Israel relationship, Donald J. Trump, and his recent speech, which encapsulizes why I make that proclamation. His speech recently at the Israeli-American Council this past week. And we're going to talk about what the speech was, not the fiction that is being written about. Make sure you stay with us. Jot this down, 651-289-4488. You can become a part of the Hurley Burley. And go to parkerdk.com. We'll be right back. AM 1280, The Patriot. Mark Twain once quipped, a lie can travel halfway around the world while the truth is still putting on its shoes. When you are lied about and it spreads, the resulting mayhem and destruction can be, and often is, disastrous. Hi, this is Andrew Parker, co-founder of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. I recently handled a high-profile defamation lawsuit on behalf of a luxury home real estate agent whose business was decimated by falsehoods spread about him. After nearly two years of litigation and two weeks of trial, the jury came back with a verdict of more than $2 million for our client. Parker Daniels Keyboard. We litigate cases, we try cases, and we win cases. With a record of excellence in achieving extraordinary results, Parker Daniels Keyboard lawyers have consistently won huge verdicts for its clients in the areas of defamation, civil rights violations, regulatory battles, and intellectual property theft. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, premier law firm in downtown Minneapolis. 
Social Security is with you through life's journey. Get to know us at socialsecurity.gov. We are there, day one, with baby names and a gift that lasts a lifetime. We are there as you grow, protecting you and those you love. We are there when you get your first job, helping you to save for the future. We are there when you marry your sweetheart to help secure your new life together. We are there if the unexpected happens, to help you see life from a new perspective. We are there when you start your next chapter to make sure you get off to a great start. And we are there when you lose your soulmate to help make sure you will be all right. We are with you through life's journey, Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. Get to know us and see what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. Is a verbal contract really only as good as the paper it's written on? This is Andrew Parker from the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. I recently represented a client in a claim for unpaid compensation. He was promised payment of $1.8 million in bonuses. His employer refused to pay, citing no written contract. We went to work. After investigation and litigation, we won the case and recovered $2.3 million for our client. Our experienced trial lawyers at Parker Daniels Keyboard have secured major victories in state and federal courts across the country. We have legal expertise in all types of business disputes, labor and employment matters, real estate matters, and financial transactions and appeals. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard a premier law firm that provides efficient, aggressive, and innovative solutions to complex legal problems. Go to parkerdk.com. Cocaine flame in my bloodstream Sold my coat when I hit Spokane Bought myself a hard pack of cigarettes In the early morning rain Lately my hands, they don't feel like mine My eyes been stung with dust and blinds Held you in my arms We are back. It is the Victory Hour. I'm Andrew Parker. We're with Ray LaMontagne today. Beautiful. Beautiful indeed. Like the green grass of the meadows, this great country, from coast to coast, from the east to the west, the Rocky Mountains to the savannas. I was a little worried, though, because the song's name is Jolene, and I thought it was going to be that song, Jolene, Jolene, Jolene. No, no, it's it's not. I know, it's not. No, I don't like that song that much anyway, so I was kind of like, eh, all right, whatever. Dally does a good version of it. Sure. uh, Ray LaMontagne. Indeed. I will tell you, uh, when it comes to common sense... As I read the executive order signed by the president this week and then read a number of articles written by mainstream and left-wing media posts, written by the Jewish press, 
in large part. They could not get out of the way of their disdain for this president having nothing to do with the executive order by identifying it for something far beyond what it stands for. The first claim is it could be used to infringe on individuals' First Amendment rights. As I quoted on the other side of the break, the executive order specifically states that it cannot be used to do that, and that if it is being used to do that, any such claim being brought under the order will be defeated. It specifically calls out the First Amendment rights of people. However, you do not have a First Amendment right to be a racist. You do not have a First Amendment right to be an anti-Semite under Title VI if you want federal assistance. Are Jewish students on college campuses entitled to Title VI protections? Should universities be allowed to receive federal assistance, federal funding, taxpayer money supporting them in what they do if they are engaged in allowing Jewish students to be attacked in an anti-Semitic manner? No, they shouldn't. Now, the question arises whether supporting boycott, divestment, and sanctions of the state of Israel is anti-Semitic. Well, when you pick out the state of Israel to boycott of any other country in the world, of Iran that murders its people in the street, of Syria that has killed nearly 300,000 of its own, of Sudan engaged in genocide, or Rwanda. No, there. where are these boycotts coming from and what is the basis for them? What? The defense by the government of Israel to protect its citizens from rocket attacks after it gave away land to the Palestinians to govern themselves? And then the response is rocket launches. The Israelis defend themselves. They get struck with boycott, divestment, and sanctions. Oh, no, it's the settlements. It's before the settlements ever existed. They have been attacked, and they have been viciously attacked since, ever since. So it hasn't stopped. It hasn't halted the constitutions of Hamas and Fatah and the Palestinian Liberation Organization, the PLO. Most have not changed at all, and those that have changed have only changed marginally. They all call for the destruction. They do not call of Israel. They do not call for a two-state solution. They do not recognize the state of Israel. So boycott, divestment, and sanctions is a way of delegitimizing a sovereign country recognized by the UN and the world. But more than that, it singles out this Jewish state to the exclusion of all of the others that have done far worse. So, 
Let's analogize this. I'm not saying this is a hate crime, but let's analogize it to hate crimes. How is it that you know something is a hate crime? How is it that you know something is anti-Semitic? Two different questions, but let's just analogize for a minute. A hate crime, something terrible is done to another, murder, maybe a fire, uh, arson in in a church. How do you know, rather than it being a criminal act, it is actually a hate crime beyond just a regular criminal act? Well, if the perpetrators bypass a bunch of people and go and murder some African Americans uh, at church or some Jews in a kosher market like occurred last weekend, that is evidence of a hate crime because they singled out the particular victims. They singled them out in comparison to all the others that were on the street or all of the other churches they could have gone to or all of the other markets that they could have gone to. Well, that is what is occurring in the context of the state of Israel, one of the most moral and ethical countries in the world by all measures, and I will debate that with anyone, one of the most progressive countries in the world, freedoms beyond most any country, for certain any country in the Middle East, and they are singled out for sanctions, boycott, divestment. And the claim is, oh, it's not because it's the Jewish state. You know, it's almost like some of my best friends are Jewish, not because it's the Jewish state. Really? Really? So the president signs this executive order and they start writing. Oh, and they haven't stopped writing. Here's one good one from CNN opinion writer Dean Dean Obadala. He says the statements made by Donald Trump in his recent speech which followed on the heels of this executive order or actually was right before the signing of the executive order show his true anti-semitic themes, and tropes. When we come back after this break, I'm going to talk about the speech he gave, how it ties to the executive order, and more importantly, how it is so ridiculous to suggest that he is anti-Semitic. Now, he may say some things that are not helpful and I am not going to defend. But he is not anti-Semitic. He may well be the most pro-U.S.-Israel relationship president in the history of our country. And beyond that, he has supported the Jewish community without 
reservation. He simply has. Has he said some things, and I will identify them, in a very inartful way? Yes. But in the context, and I will identify this too, they are not anti-Semitic statements, nor dog whistles. Stay with us. We're going to cover all those issues when we get back. Go to ParkerDK.com. The Patriot. How can you protect your company's most valuable proprietary information? This is Andrew Parker of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. We recently represented a local manufacturing company in an employment lawsuit. Our client learned that a longtime employee was leaving the company to join a direct competitor. The employee intended to help the competitor develop an automated manufacturing system that was a copy of our client's system. The employee did not have a non-compete agreement with our client. We nonetheless filed suit and brought an immediate motion to prevent the employee from beginning work with the competing company. We won, and the employee was prohibited from working for the competitor. Parker Daniels Keyboard's attorneys have been advising companies on employment law matters for decades. And if you find yourself in court, our attorneys are some of the toughest and most experienced employment trial lawyers around. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard. Go to ParkerDK.com. Thank you for supporting our advertisers. Hey, this is Nick Anderson, General Manager of AM1280 The Patriot. Learn a little bit more about our advertisers by tuning in to the Cormark Metals Business of the Week. We give a little extra airtime to our local partners to help you get to know them better so you can make an informed decision when you need their services. Listen to the Business of the Week Monday through Friday at 9.04 a.m. and 6.04 p.m. Sponsored by Cormark Metals. Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on... Uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway? Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards, demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most, right where you live. Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280, The Patriot. Mark Twain once quipped, A lie can travel halfway around the world while the truth is still putting on its shoes. When you are lied about and it spreads, the resulting mayhem and destruction can be, and often is, disastrous. Hi, this is Andrew Parker, co-founder of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. I recently handled a high-profile defamation lawsuit on behalf of a luxury home real estate agent whose business was decimated by falsehoods spread about him. After nearly two years of litigation and two weeks of trial, the jury came back with a verdict of more than $2 million for our client. Parker Daniels Keyboard. We litigate cases, we try cases, and we win cases. With a record of excellence in achieving extraordinary results, Parker Daniels Keyboard lawyers have consistently won huge verdicts for its clients in the areas of defamation, civil rights violations, regulatory battles, and intellectual property theft. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, premier law firm in downtown Minneapolis.
We are back this wonderful Sunday on the Victory Hour as we talk about Donald J. Trump and his relationship to the Jewish community in the United States and his attempts to move against anti-Semitism not fully embraced by the Jewish community. Most, I think it certainly was, but not all. And I was referring to an opinion piece in CNN by Dean Obadala. And Obadala says that Trump invoked the slur that Jews are hyper-focused on money, telling the crowd that to protect their money, they will vote for him, falsely claiming that uh, the wealth tax of Elizabeth uh, Warren will take all their money away. He said, you're not going to vote for the wealth tax. You're going to be my biggest supporters because you'll be out of business in about 10 minutes. I think he said 15 minutes if you vote for them. And so when this statement was made, according to how it was reported, by Obadala and many others across the media. They claimed it to be an anti-Semitic trope about the wealth of Jews and playing on the fact that because of money meaning something to you, uh, you will not vote for them, you'll vote for me. Wrong! I mean, it, it's, it's ridiculous. Uh, he, number one, says this, uh, to almost every business crowd he speaks to, and this was a business business crowd he was speaking to. But I decided to go directly to the source. I wanted to see, you know, what was it specifically that the president was saying as it related uh, to this wealth issue? So I, you know, I went online, I pulled up the speech, and I'll tell you that I read the whole thing. It's about 20 pages long of a speech when you print it out. It was an incredible speech. Uh, It really was. Uh, He went through uh, all of what he has done for the state of Israel, uh, and in part the Jewish community, recognizing Jerusalem as the capital of Israel, moving the embassy to Jerusalem, something that president upon president upon president upon president had promised to do to get the votes once they were in office. None of them did it. He did it. Recognizing the Golan Heights as part of Israel, and he told a story about how that happened in his discussions with Israeli ambassador, uh, U.S. Uh, from the U.S., uh, David Friedman. Very interesting story about the Golan Heights and recognizing it as a part of Israel and the annexation decision the Israelis made several years ago, U.S. at the U.N. supports Israel. 
not like her during the eight years preceding this president. Removing the PLO from the United States, their office from the United States, when they continued to refuse to stop paying young kids, women, and others from strapping themselves in bombs and going and blowing up innocents in Israel proper. When they refused, removing them from the United States. Repeated statements by the president allowing Israel to defend itself in the face of rocket attacks as it deems necessary. Fighting BDS and doing it through this executive order that I'm speaking about on the show today. Again, supporting legislation and pushing it through to stop rewarding slave for pay in the Palestinian territories. And perhaps most importantly, tearing up the Iran deal, an existential threat to the very existence of Israel and with the Iranian statements of killing every Jew behind every tree, quote, an existential decision as it relates to Jews generally. So, I read this, uh, you know, this speech, and it talks, it gets to the part about moving the embassy. And here's what it says, quote, so we're looking for land and we have some locations that we think are going to be very good, but it's very expensive in Jerusalem. But we have the right to go up to $2 billion. Trump was about to sign and he said, geez, that, you know, that is a lot of money. And David Friedman steps in and, you know, I'm not going to read all of the speech, but he basically says, let me look into this further. And he comes back, and this is a part about the speech that was also written. The words used by the president were, you're brutal killers, referring to the audience. And that was taken up by the mainstream media as an attack on the audience. Here's what it says. He's talking about Friedman and this $2 billion price tag, and Friedman's going back to find out how to lower the price, which he ends up doing to less, you know, to $500,000. Uh, he said, just give me two days. And the president's speech goes on and says, so we're going to spend $2 billion, and one of them was going to buy a lousy location. A lot of you are in the real estate business because I know you very well. He's looking out at the audience, and he is saying that he is connecting with his audience. And frankly, he does know many of them very well. And then he says, You're brutal killers talking about these real estate business guys. Laughter. There's laughter in the audience when he says that, okay? Not nice people at all, he quips. But you have to vote for me. You have no choice. You're not going to vote for Pocahontas. I can tell you that. Laughter and applause. I'm a capitalist. Come on. Yes, that's her. You're not going to vote for the wealth tax. 
Yeah, let's take 100% of your wealth away. He's talking to these real estate businessmen that he joked are brutal killers out there in the market. You're not going to vote for the wealth tax. No, no. Even if you don't like me, some of you don't. Some of you I don't like at all, actually. Laughter. So this is a, you know, a, a paragraph of the speech in which it is broken up at least three times by laughter and applause. And this is the paragraph where he then, you know, where he says, because of the wealth tax, you're not going to vote for her. And you're going to be my biggest supporters because you'll be out of business in about 15 minutes if they get it. So I don't have to spend a lot of time on that. And they're claiming this is an anti-Semitic trope. He's not saying you're wealthy because you're Jews. He's saying there are a lot of real estate guys out there, and there are, and he knows them, and he's talking to them about it. You know that I get just as angry when people call out racism when it doesn't exist or Islamophobia when it doesn't exist or anti-Semitism when it doesn't exist. It is a far cry for someone like the President of the United States who has done so much for the state of Israel, so much for the Jewish people, To make statements like this in jest and in a clear context of something. A far cry from that to somebody like Ilhan Omar who wants to see the delegitimization of the state of Israel, the destruction of the Israeli state, the Jewish state, making statements about the Israelis hypnotizing the world. Don't try to compare the two. She is in favor of boycott, divestment, and sanctions of the one free country in the entire Middle East. That the U.S. should be boycotting, sanctioning that country. Why is that? What is it that's unique about that country? So bunk. Or as Joe Biden might say, malarkey, when it comes to claiming that this president is in any way anti-Semitic or that his executive order somehow undermines Jewish rights in this country, which some have said. No, it makes matters worse for me as a Jew. Really? You have Title VI protection now? Against anti-Semitism on college campuses? It's about time. When we come back, we're going to dig a little bit deeper into this speech to the Israeli-American Council from this past week that the president gave. And you're going to want to hear this as it's going to underscore some of the foundations the tenets, the pillars of this president's relationship with the state of Israel. 
While we're away, go to ParkerDK.com. Why? Because it is often referred to as an award-winning website and is one of the best. You'll learn a lot about Parker Daniels Keyboard there. ParkerDK.com. We'll be right back. As I was standing here. AM 1280, The Patriot. Mark Twain once quipped, A lie can travel halfway around the world while the truth is still putting on its shoes. When you are lied about and it spreads, the resulting mayhem and destruction can be, and often is, disastrous. Hi, this is Andrew Parker, co-founder of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. I recently handled a high-profile defamation lawsuit on behalf of a luxury home real estate agent whose business was decimated by falsehoods spread about him. After nearly two years of litigation and two weeks of trial, the jury came back with a verdict of more than $2 million for our client. Parker Daniels Keyboard. We litigate cases, we try cases, and we win cases. With a record of excellence in achieving extraordinary results, Parker Daniels Keyboard lawyers have consistently won huge verdicts for its clients in the areas of defamation, civil rights violations, regulatory battles, and intellectual property theft. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, premier law firm in downtown Minneapolis. I had never been a trader. I hadn't even really studied a whole lot. And so I was I was brand new to this. My name's Sam. I'm a student with OTA. Tell me why you decided to take classes from Online Trading Academy. I just was kind of at a crossroads. I wanted to uh, look for my next business opportunity. And uh, financial markets had always just kind of appealed to me. Actually, what's nice about everything here with OTA, they can teach you to trade with very small amounts of money uh, and really build everything up from the ground floor. So you really don't need a lot of money to get going with this. Really amazing instructors. How has Online Trading Academy changed your life? I'm a little bit more in control of my destiny going forward. I'm not quite as worried about contract to contract to know that I have some other sources of income. Call today for a free investing class at 952-814-4410 or go to learnwithota.com. Did your employer make you sign a promissory note when joining the company and now you want to leave but you're afraid your firm will pursue you personally for that debt? This is Jesse Keyboard from the law firm Parker Daniels Keyboard. I recently represented a client who had signed such a note and I was able to get them out of their $500,000 debt to their company, which allowed them the freedom to exit a bad employment situation and enter a much better one. Meeting our clients' objectives is our focus at Parker Daniels Keyboard. And in this regard, we win. Our experienced trial team of lawyers at Parker Daniels Keyboard have secured major victories in state and federal courts across the country and through arbitration. We have the legal expertise in all types of business disputes, labor and employment matters, real estate matters, shareholder disputes, financial transactions, security issues, and appeals. For wise counsel, winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, a premier litigation law firm that provides efficient, aggressive, and innovative solutions to complex legal problems. Wise counsel, winning results. Go to ParkerDK.com. Oh boy, we're back. It is the Victory Hour. I'm Andrew Parker, and we are talking about the President of the United States and his relationship to the Jewish people and the state of Israel. I've already listed the many things, concrete action items, forget about the words, action items that he has taken while president. He uh, recently also stated West Bank settlements are not necessarily, ne- not necessarily illegal. 
a position the United States had for many, many, many years, and that changed uh, over the eight years of Barack Obama. And uh, Donald J. Trump is now going back to our previous position, uh, as West Bank settlements definitely are not necessarily illegal, for sure. And by the way, the state of Israel is going to start introducing to the U.N., If there are refugees that the U.N. is going to recognize in the Palestinian community, well, they are going to recognize the 850,000 refugees that were kicked out of Arab lands over the last 50 years. Why have they not been recognized? Because they've been taken in by the state of Israel with open arms. Unlike Palestinians or others, to territories and countries in the region. I will tell you, it makes the Jewish refugees no less refugees. So let's have an entire division of the UN created for the purpose of supporting the Jewish refugees. I say that a bit tongue-in-cheek, but... It is the same, although one difference. The Arab countries intentionally kicked the Jews out without question, without any denial of it, openly. Israel did not do that, nor has it wanted to do that, and in fact has had open arms for negotiations to resolve all issues with the Palestinians for more than... Well, for nearly 70 years, more than 70 years, without a partner on the other side of the table. So I want to go back to this speech, the Israeli-American Council. It was a, an incredible speech. Go online and, and pull it down. It's, it's only 20 pages long, but it really covers a broad swath. And the president says... At one point, earlier this year, a number of prominent Democrat lawmakers sponsored legislation to support the BDS movement, the delegitimization of the state of Israel movement. Outrageously, the resolution compared boycotting Israel to boycotting Nazi Germany. All right, that's what we're talking about. And the president said, a grave insult to the memory of the six million Jews who were murdered in the Holocaust. And one of the leaders right here, Ilhan Omar, of that resolution. This is not a criticism of Israel resolution. Do not be mistaken. It is not that. Criticism of Israel on university campuses and in the halls of Congress occurs and has occurred for decades. And it has never been called out as anti-Semitism today or then. The difference here is boycott and divestment from the state of Israel, comparing it to Nazi Germany and singling it out in that way, it now can be seen for what it is. And that is anti-Semitism. And so the president talks about this. 
And he says these radical lawmakers who support the BDS movement are advancing anti-Israel and anti-Semitic propaganda, and Americans will not stand for it. He adds, we've also seen far-left members of Congress. In fact, one lawmaker even write that Israel has hypnotized the world and has said, quote, support for Israel is all about the Benjamins. Now, you know who the president's talking about there. Again, Ilhan Omar. And then he goes on to say, and she has said, far worse. The president then introduced Elon Carr, his human rights, anti-Semitism deputy who is charged with traveling the country to present U.S. position on anti-Semitism, not just here, actually, traveling the world as well. He just got back from Europe on several trips. The president then shifted to a recent graduate from the universe, uh, from New York University who courageously stood for Israel, these are the president's words, in the face of hostility and bigotry. Incredible hostility and incredible bigotry. And he introduces Adela Kojab. And she says... These are her words from the podium during this speech. And six months ago, I took legal action against New York University, only two weeks before my graduation. My university failed to protect its Jewish community from ongoing harassment, from attacks on social media, to resolutions on student government, to boycotts, flag burnings, and, yes, physical assaults. The physical assaults ended in two arrests. And the university didn't do nothing. They didn't stand idly by. No, they gave an anti-Israel hate group the President's Service Award. That's what New York University did. The highest honor you can receive as a group on campus. When Ms. Kojab was notified and she had filed her case, she was notified that her case was accepted by the Department of Education and an investigation had been launched against NYU for failure to protect the Jewish community on campus. She then finishes by saying, to all the students in the audience today, don't be afraid to stand up because you deserve better. And as an immigrant myself from Mexico City, I am extremely thankful to live in a country where the Office of Civil Rights takes the concerns of Jewish students seriously. That is the foundation of what the president signed into law this past week, this executive order. That is why it is necessary and important. It was not used in that particular filing, but it was needed and would have been helpful. It's not about anti-Semitism, no, no. It's about calling things out for what they are. You've been listening Something this president has done consistently. We'll be back next week. Until then, have a great week. For more information, go to ParkerDK.com. Until next time, he leaves you with these words from Winston Churchill. All the great things are simple, and many can be expressed in a single word. Freedom. 
justice, honor, duty, mercy, and hope. AM 1280, The Patriot. Actual patient testimonials results may vary. The varicose veins and spider veins are hard to look at. I wanted to hide my legs because they were all blue and spidery. They feel like you're dragging bricks around. At Vein Clinics of America, we want you to know you don't have to live with varicose and spider veins anymore. It actually took my daughter pushing me to come into Vein Clinics of America, and I am so glad I came in. If varicose and spider veins are forcing you to hide your legs, if you're tired of the pain and discomfort, we can help. For more than 35 years, Vein Clinics of America has been the leading expert in the minimally invasive treatment of vein disease, and most treatments are covered by your insurance. I love Vein Clinics of America. It kind of has like a very big family feel to it. It was absolutely the best I could have ever experienced. My legs look beautiful, they felt beautiful, and I felt good inside. Call for your personalized consultation. 800-940-5500. 800-940-5500. That's 800-940-5500. 